for the July 14th, 2017 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And once again, Donald Trump's Russian contact, Mm -hmm. Mahler... The fake news dog. Ah, yeah, yeah. Good boy. You know, I saw his email stream and it was disturbing. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't figure out the words. <laughs> I couldn't either. I could not. Well, that whole it's, opposable it, thumb thing. Yeah, yeah. really had three kind of, yeah. It's a secret <laughs> code. Coming up. Yeah. Putin hacking, Blackwater Republican education net neutrality, and more. But first, did you ever want to eat human flesh, Mike? I mean, just for a taste. Oh, mm, or maybe for sustenance. Nah. Would you? How about that? Yeah, would, would you? you? Would yeah. I? You tasted one of those. Or, you know, yeah. like a nice muscle. Yeah, if I cooked it up right, would you eat my arm? Wow, that's a tough one. That <laughs> well, is, I know I'd eat your arm. You would. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine's, mine is stringy. I don't think you'd really, really Well, if it's gamey. down to it, you know. It's gamey. I, I yeah, probably okay, had a worse right, cut than that. <laughs> all right. Tomato plants have shown the ability to protect themselves from caterpillars by making the cali- caterpillars eat each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tomatoes do that to caterpillars. Wow. Researchers treated tomato plants with a methyl jasminate. Which sounds like something Thelonious Monk would have written. <laughs> but anyway, methyl jasminate is a chemical known to communicate a pest warning between plants. Wow. Yeah. So the plants say, they, they, you know, they kind of stream this stuff to each other. Yeah. The plants go, oh, we got caterpillars. All right. The tomatoes then gear up for an attack by changing their own chemistry, which in turn makes the caterpillars want to eat each other. They turn into cannibals. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. That is. Yeah, mother. I'm not going to do that to you, Mother. Hey, listen. Don't worry. Copyright. I'm going to copyright this right now so anybody tries to steal this. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea for a sci fi or or a horror kind of movie. Oh, God. Why is it always film? No, I'm just saying. No, it could be a story. Positive with it. It could be a story like, hey, they protect themselves. A screenplay. Yeah, they start writing, eating each other. I like that idea. I hate this town. Yes. One of the very first motion pictures ever made, a galloping horse filmed in 1878 by Edward Mybridge, you know that guy, is now the first movie ever to be encoded in the DNA of a living cell. Actually, watch this little movie. I did too. Yeah, where it can be retrieved and multiplied indefinitely as the host divides and grows. So you just keep spreading this little... Coded movie. Movie. Speaking yeah. of movies, yeah. yeah wow. It's not a great one. It's, it's pretty much looks like a GIF, but nevertheless. Yeah, yeah. This shows the genome's potential as a huge storing device. Wow. Yeah. And scientists have already have managed to translate all of Shakespeare's sonnets into DNA. Wow. Yeah, so we got that going on. With the new research, scientists have begun to wonder if it may be possible one day to program bacteria to get jiggy with your cells, you know? Mm-hmm. They're going up nice and close and record what you're doing. So, you know, at least the bacteria record the cells. Is that what I said, right? Yeah. yeah. In other words, they're making a movie of each cell's life, and then we can retrieve that data and hopefully cure disease. That's yeah. that's where this is headed. So, yeah. yeah. Or program people to believe and say certain things all the time. I don't know. 
No, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. You and your science fiction crap. I'm just saying. What, Why listen, don't you pay attention to reality? I'm just saying. bugs me about we, these Star Wars people. It's really better out here than it is in the theater. Yeah, I know that. But all I'm saying is, any time you get to this, the, the keys to open up this kind of information obviously present an opportunity for nefarious stuff to happen yeah. as well. That's all. Yeah, That's like all. Mahler. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you could cure, once you figured out how to cure AIDS. You could make nefarious stuff out of making a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. The World Health Organization warned that untreatable strains of gonorrhea are on the rise. Okay. The Earth's six mass extinction is already underway. Yeah. Yeah. Researchers this. said billions of populations of animals have disappeared from the Earth. We like to call it biological annihilation. Yes. Yeah. The findings were worse than previously thought. The main causes are human overpopulation and overconsumption, especially by rich people. Yeah. They, they put that in the report. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we poor clowns down here on the bottom of the food chain. Are, are killing off species. Which are a lot smarter than the rich people because <clears throat> all they do is spend time trying to figure out how to make money instead of how to live. Yeah. Anyway, they're the ones... The leeches up on top yep. are the ones that are causing the problem. The destruction of animals' habitats, toxic pollution, and climate change. Those are the causes of the depopulation, the biological annihilation. Humanity will eventually pay a very high price for the decimation of the only assemblage of life that we know of in the universe, the report concluded. I say eat the rich. Eat the rich. Keep that theme going today. Eat the rich, Mahler. Yeah. Eat them. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mahler, wow. wow, Mahler, please. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like he already ate one. <laughs> one of the biggest icebergs ever recorded broke away from Antarctica in the latest sign that climate change will drive sea levels to rise dramatically over the coming decades. Now, before you say, well, it's just like an ice cube in a glass, what is, who is that, Newt? Newt Probably. said that? I got it. One of these idiot Republican said it. The iceberg weighs about a trillion tons and is roughly the size of Delaware. Yeah. That's why we call it the Bidenberg. Oh, yeah, Joe Biden, Delaware. Right anyway, it won't make the sea level rise, but if the ice shelf collapses, which it partially supported, yes. remember we got a yeah. big piece of ice in the ocean, it breaks away. Right. If the ice shelf collapses, this would quicken the pace of land ice falling into the ocean, and this would raise the sea level. Dramatically. Yeah, dramatically, exactly. Yeah. 100 companies, Mike, are responsible for 71% of all global greenhouse gas emissions, or the Berg, the Bidenberg. The Carbon Majors Report found that ExxonMobil, Shell, BP, and Chevron are the worst polluters. Secretary of State, remember him, Rex Tillerson. Rex, the the wonder secretary. Former longtime CEO of ExxonMobil, the person that helped bring you the Bidenberg. Received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the World Petroleum Congress this weekend. It was a little iceberg they gave him. (laughs) That melted right there on stage alongside him. Yeah, meanwhile, climate change heat waves are shattering uh, temperatures in Southern California. Oh, across the West, yeah. Yeah, in Woodland Hills, the temperature was 110 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. It's unusual there. I know, you know, I come from the valley. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, it's it's happened. Right. But I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Well, it was a few years ago that it got to 112, and that was the record yeah. ever 
for yeah. for the valley. And yeah, that was we, got, we still two, got three. a summer ahead of us. Yeah, we still have we a summer ahead of us. August and September and coming it, up. As I recounted to uh, applause and uh, accolades all over the country to my story of, uh, a few weeks ago when we were driving back from Colorado, we yeah. drove through Nevada and it was 123 degrees. Wow. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. So that's... well, climate change wildfires are continuing to burn uncontrolled across California and Canada's British Columbia forcing thousands to flee their homes. And we're going to see a, an earlier onset of our fire season and a, probably a prolonged fire season and all yeah. kinds of things that will continue to contribute to global climate change. The G20 summit closed in Hamburg, Germany, with all 19 countries except for us, yeah. the U.S., signing on to a declaration calling the 2015 Paris Climate Accord irreversible. There's something slimy on this pencil. What is that? Maybe you, I don't know. Okay. So we were so we're the only ones There's that something slimy on this pencil. non non signatories non signatories yeah. to the Trump and Putin had their first yeah we're non signatories right to and the, it's just to the, one of the most important it's not a perfect agreement but one of the most important agreements ever yeah, reached it was in the history. non binding yes it was non binding exactly Trump and Putin had their first official sit down meeting on the sidelines of the summit they discussed a ceasefire in parts of southwest Syria. At least that's what they said they yeah. discussed. Whether Russia intervened in the 2016 U.S. election right. and a plan to form a joint cybersecurity team. This is brilliant. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, though? to this work, is, work yeah. on election hacking. Russia <laughs> hacks our election, yeah. and we're going to join up with them to figure out how to stop election hacking. Yeah, exactly. Nice work, nice work. It's Trump. A, it's a Trumpian idea. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Trump is already backing away from that. He realized, oops. Well, what kind of idiot did we put in office, really? I mean, truly, if yeah. you're a Republican and you voted for this guy, if you're, or if you're anybody and voted for this guy, go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, Trump tweeted, I strongly pressed President Putin twice about Russia meddling in our election. <laughs> he vehemently denied it. <laughs> Yeah, of course he did. <clears throat> you ever hear a lying Trump? <laughs> oh, no, you never do that. No, you would never, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Following the meeting... Putin has said Trump accepted his denial of election interference. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. That should, <laughs> well, that should. Okay. Well, let's just talk to uh, Robert Mueller about that yeah. and see what he says. Well, I'm convinced. Yeah, me yeah, too. I mean, wow. yeah. Thank God. The White House contradicted Trump's claim about whether he discussed sanctions during the meeting. He says they didn't discuss them. And, and then the, and then the White, the White House, House said uh, they did. Well, yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, yeah, they discussed them. What's going on over there? I mean, truly, are are we just getting effed with? Or I, I can't understand why it's so. Are, are they trying to uh, distract us? Well, you know, you go back to that theory that Russian um, yeah, politician yeah. who who kind of pioneered Nothing is this. true. Everything is possible. Type right. Of stuff, right. But, right. Uh, but I don't think that that's smart. So that no. that I kind of discounts it. I, I just I think they are just incompetent, and I think that they're overwhelmed at this point by oh. by all the stuff that they have been a part of and have been trying to cover up and it's just it's too much and you remember these sanctions were or what we knew about these sanctions was kicking the russians out of their little hacienda there right, a couple in, of them different yeah. places this was obama's reaction to the uh, intelligence uh, information that he received regarding the russians hacking into yeah. our election system and so as a re so to do this he did. He kicked these guys out of the country. Yeah. And then Trump has been ever since he's been in office trying to reinstate 
yeah. those people back into that spot. Russian foreign ministry sources say they are considering expelling 30 U.S. diplomats and seizing control of a U.S. diplomatic building in retaliation. Ooh. Ooh. In Turkey, more than 60 acad 40 academics and university workers were arrested at two Istanbul universities. Uh, this is Turkish uh, President Recep uh, Ergodon's crackdown mm -hmm. going on here. Mm -hmm. Many academics were arrested on charges of alleged terrorist rink links, like you and me. Yeah. We have alleged terrorist we, rinks, links. We are we? alleged terrorists, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, God. But Ergodon has a history of charging people who yeah. criticize him, as do all authoritarians, yeah. with alleged terrorist links. And he, what's, yeah. a, what's a terrorist link anyway? Is that Jimmy Dean? <laughs> Jimmy Dean's pure pork <laughs> terrorist links. By, by the way, uh, the the uh, the cleric, right? The American cleric that he claims is a is a terrorist. Yeah. This was the guy that that Michael Flynn, the the uh, Trump's UN uh, U.S. national security advisor, yeah. was trying to in, was was in on the discussions to try and have him kidnapped and returned to Turkey. Yeah. Uh, that that gives you some idea of how these guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Our national security advisor to the president. Uh -huh. Wanted to help engineer a massively illegal, unconstitutional kidnapping of someone on U.S. soil. That's yeah. right, Mahler. Yeah. In Brazil, former yes. President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva was convicted on corruption charges and sentenced to nine and a half years in prison. He will remain free on appeal. Yeah. Lula was the front runner in the 2018 elections. The sentencing of Luna, Lula comes a year after his successor, President Dilma Rousseff, also of the Workers' Party, was impeached by the Brazilian Senate in a coup. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Lula has been accused of masterminding a corruption scheme at the state-run oil company. Prosecutors allege Latin America's biggest construction firm spent a million dollars refurbishing a beachside apartment for Lula. In exchange for public contracts, Lula's supporters said he doesn't own the home. He's not connected to the home. He, there's nothing to do with him and the home. That's what they say. Uh. In Bahrain, human rights activist Nabil Rajab was sentenced to two years in prison on charges of spreading fake news during his television interviews. That would be like Bill O'Reilly, huh? Yeah, yeah, a lot like Bill O'Reilly. Amnesty International said imprisoning Nabil Rajab, he's not on the side of Bill O'Reilly, I should no, put. No, 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 no. But imprisoning uh, Nabil Rajab, Amnesty International said, simply for sharing his opinion is a flagrant violation of human rights and an alarming sign that the Bahraini authorities will go to any length to silence criticism. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. No Bahrain's kidding. very much aligned with Saudi Arabia, and it's also the home of the United States naval fleet in that region yeah. of the world. So, yeah. So that's who we're. That's who we sleep with. Yeah. Yeah, Mahler. Mahler. I know. I know. I know Mahler. Wow. Woo. He, he really sounds. Yeah. Well. Bayful today. News from Bonnie countries yeah, is a, brought to you by the military-industrial complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's Donald Trump's idea. U.S.-backed Iraqi troops seized control of all of Mosul from ISIS. Mm -hmm. 1,200 civilians were killed by coalition air and air artillery strikes yeah. during the assault. According to the U.N., almost 700,000 residents are still displaced, nearly half living in emergency camps. Amnesty International says the U.S.-led coalition and the U.S.-backed Iraqi forces violated international law and may have committed war crimes. May have. May have. The U.N. is expressing concern for Syrian civilians trapped inside Raqqa amid ongoing U.S.-led airstrikes. 
and the ground offensive by U.S.-backed troops to seize control of the city from ISIS. The U.N. estimates that 50,000 people remain trapped in Raqqa City. Meanwhile, the Syrian Observatory for Human Rights says it has evidence that ISIS leader Abdul Bakr al-Baghdadi has been killed in eastern Syria. It's the latest report of Baghdadi's death, which has not been confirmed by ISIS. Last month, Russia claimed it may have killed Baghdadi in an airstrike on the outskirts of Raqqa in northern Syria. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what's going on there. U.S. officials say the Trump administration may be planning to significantly ramp up its military and diplomatic involvement in Libya. The plan could include reestablishing a permanent U.S. presence in Libya, which the U.S has not had since it shuttered the embassy in 2014. It could also include deploying a rotating team of U.S. special operation troops to Libya. Wow. By the way, that battle for Raqqa is going to be exceedingly ugly, that last part, because this is considered the capital of ISIS. So they're going to spend a lot of time and resources defending it, I assume they will, and I I just think it's going to be a terribly, terribly bloody part of the war. In Britain, London's high court rejected a bid to end weapon sales to Saudi Arabia amid devastating Saudi-led bombing campaigns in Yemen. Human Rights Watch has documented over 80 apparent unlawful Saudi-led coalition attacks in Yemen that have hit schools, markets, homes, and hospitals. The airstrikes. Oh, let's just hit Irvine high, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's so, see how that goes over. Yeah, see, yeah. See, yeah. There's a lot see of... See all that terrorism going on. Yeah. The airstrikes and Saudi naval blockade have also devastated the country's water and sanitation systems, sparking a massive cholera outbreak that has now infected 300,000 people with an estimated 700,000 new cases every single day. 7,000 new cases of cholera in Yemen. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the U.N. is reversing plans to begin a cholera vaccination program because the U.S.-backed Saudi-led bombing campaign has made it too dangerous for medical workers to carry out their mission. So you got untreated cholera going on in Yemen. Eric Prince, yes. the founder of the now defunct mercenary firm Blackwater, right. back back in 2004 and yeah, five when yeah. they were arming up in, in, yeah, in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. And billionaire Steven Feinberg, owner of military contractor DynCorp, developed proposals for the Trump administration to use more mercenaries in Afghanistan rather than U.S. troops, as the Pentagon has requested. Mm -hmm. Prince, who is also the brother of Betsy DeVos, our education secretary, or our non-educated secretary, and Feinberg developed the proposals at the request of Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and Trump's chief strategist, Stephen Bannon. So let's be clear about this. The proposal on the table is for a private corporate army yeah to be carrying out united states foreign policy yeah yeah in afghanistan in afghanistan yeah. so that's a conflict of interest because both of these guys are going to benefit from r- right this. so to drop right. this report in and of itself well like anything crap. that has to do with privatizing government services and government uh, responsibilities you now have incentivized the desire to either imprison somebody for longer and or continue to to wage a war for longer because there's a profit motive in it. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. overt. I mean, yeah. we can we can argue that these. Well, I think this, this is it, called fascism. It's called yes, yeah. it is. And the classic definition of fascism, as Mussolini employed it, was a it was a weld a, a melding 
of the corporate interest with the government interest in furtherance of the national interest. Yep. And 122 countries approved a global treaty to ban the use of nuclear weapons. I'm joining them. No, me, yeah. Right, I'm here. Despite the U.S. leading the opposition to the treaty, mm -hmm. in the end, all the countries with nuclear weapons boycotted the negotiations. Yeah. I guess that's understandable, but it would be nice if somebody, maybe Macron, yeah. somebody, yeah. some said, you know, we should work this out. Right. I'm going to abstain from even uh, this vote. Yeah. Well, as, <sighs> as leader of Micastan, Micastan? I am, I'm in favor yeah. of you know moving forward with that proposal. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at Facebook.com, KUCI 88.9, or on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.com, Tumblr.com, or on Twitter at KUCI FM. Mm -hmm. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet mm. College University. On iTunes, you go to Internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't just go to your Internet. Just don't go, to, go to iTunes. Internet, College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go again, there Mother. Here we go again. I got to wait for him well, to you get know this what? out of his system. The thing Come about on. this, the Come thing on. about it, he really milks it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he really, he's kind of developed He's that. introducing yeah, his yeah, little slot here. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. And now it's time for... Drones in the news. Oh, there you go. Thank brought you. to you by Muller's Drone Club <laughs> and people like you, Jasmine. A system of drones has been developed to help fix the loss of trees. Say it again. A system of drones yeah. has been developed. Yeah. You know how we're running out of trees. We're, we're foresting and we're cutting yeah. down. Yeah, we are, and they're dying off. Large swaths and, yeah, of exactly. trees everywhere. Yeah. Well. They put a system of drones together to help us with that. Oh, it good. can help plant almost 100,000 trees per day. Oh, my God. It's probably just spitting out little seedlings so, or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean. The earth is rapidly losing its forest at a rate much faster than humans can plant. Or, you know, we can go out there and dig a hole and plant these things. Yeah. But the clearing forests, we are uh, directly contributing. By clearing forests, we are directly contributing to the rapidly increasing rate of climate change. Yes, we so are. So this... This might help. I don't know. It's it nice can't hurt. Yeah. If we can, if, if you know, the 100,000 seeds, they get 5,000 trees out of them. Yeah. Well, where they're going to, they're not driving over your home right, doing this. Right. They're going. <laughs> you yeah, feel like, hey, getting, was that bird seed? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Yeah, they're yeah, out in the yeah, forest yeah, that out, have been yeah. cleared yeah. doing this, which yeah, is a good that's, idea. That's a great idea. And a man in South Carolina escaped from a maximum security prison after wire cutters were delivered to him by a drone. Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know that is. <laughs> I mean, if they're so stealthy, they're so yeah. small. And, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, Mother. Well, is that something on, you boy. thought of? Get it, Mother. Get it, Sorry, get it boy. Yeah, oh, good boy. Oh, good boy. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, me too. First is tragedy, then is Trump. Is brought to you by Trump Institute. You know about this place? Uh, tell me more. It was founded in 2005. And it was a traveling lecture series licensed by Trump University. This is Trump Institute. Oh, God. And it was licensed to Irene and Mike Millen, who had a whole bunch of fraud investigations in multiple states dating back to, eight, to the 1980s. In 2005, they already have this record of fraud. Trump University says, oh, they're the ones that idea. we want to link with. Yeah. Trump was not personally involved in the operation, but he endorsed the series in a broadcast infomercial titled The Donald Trump Way to Wealth. Oh, yeah, cheat and <laughs> lie, screw people lie, over. Lie, cheat, and hire really good tax attorneys who now to, 
Yeah, to screw yeah. people out of their due taxes. In the infomercial, Trump claimed that I put all of my concepts that have worked so well for me, new and old, into our seminar. I'm teaching what I've learned. Like fraud. Like fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Boy. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I know Mahler. <laughs> I agree, Mahler. Donald Trump Jr., Yeah. who once said he prefers Moscow over all cities in the world, well, he was, he was, wasn't he was raised in Turkey or Czechoslovakia or something? I, I don't, don't know. know. He went with his grandparents over there. Okay. He openly embraced an effort by the Russian government to peddle information disparaging Hillary Clinton in an attempt to help Trump win the election. So Russia, it's obvious now, wanted to help. And I mean people in Russia. We don't know how far they're connected right. into the government. But people in Russia were collaborating with the Trump campaign. This attorney is deeply yeah. embedded with the with the Putin exactly. and his people. But Putin said, we didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good enough for me. Junior personally released a series of emails dealing with a meeting he had in June 2016 at Trump Tower yeah. with Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, yeah. then campaign manager Paul Manafort, and a person described to Trump Jr. as a Russian government attorney. Junior had originally said the meeting was about adoptions, you know, and they, they caught him on this. You know what this, the adoption thing was that yeah. if, in response to a law that was passed by the U.S. called the Malinsky yeah. uh, Law, which essentially gave the United States and other uh, financial institutions the power to freeze Russian money. Yeah. And, and that scares Putin and the, and the oligarchs a lot. So in response to that... What uh, Putin but did. But this is just a distraction. Why are we talking about that? Well, I just yeah. want to say the the venal nature of this government is that the what happened was uh, uh, Putin banned any adoptions of any Russian kids except for the most in, infirmed, the ones with incurable diseases, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And those people are those kids are dying off at an alarming rate. Yeah. So there's a, there's just a lot of never mind. I but now, anyway, no, there's so many. I mean, we could talk about the pop star that's involved with this, but yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah. Junior released the email saying he was being transparent. But re what really happened is the U New York Times had just told him they were going to publish them. So yeah. he had really no choice right. as far as, you know, how to deal with it. That was, a, I guess, a smart thing on his part. No, it wasn't. Well, if the New York Times is going to release them. He felt like he was getting the jump. That's all. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know that in his mind, that's smart, but it really isn't. I mean, he he just. It's not, not smart. Okay. I mean, what he he's going to get it no, either way. Yeah. So he's figuring to his base. They're saying, well, he released them. That's yeah. what these idiots are doing. But he and he, you are idiots. Yeah. I know. I, I I'm yeah. sorry. Everybody's saying I'm supposed to be nice with the people, but that voted for Trump. No. No. You're idiots. It should have been apparent to you 20, 30 years ago that this man was a fraud. Yeah. And you're too stupid to see it. Yeah. I know Hillary had a lot of faults. Yeah. But she knew how to, to run the government. And, and she knew how to get things done. Whether you liked them or not, she wasn't driving us down the hellhole. Right. And by the way, we're way, way past the point where you can say, well, he's not a politician. Well, he's not like them. He speaks for me and all that. We're past that, kids. Yeah. You cannot possibly justify him being president of the United States because you're upset with you didn't get your, your dessert <laughs> or level of understanding of what government is. Yeah, and that this is it. This guy is manifestly unfit to be president, and he is dangerous to the point where I fear for the future. Truly fear for the future of this country, the planet. 
The emails began with a message from music publicist Rod, Rob Goldstone. Yeah. These are the type of people that are involved right now about how the Crown Prosecutor of Russia had offered to provoke the Trump campaign with official documents, provide the Trump campaign, sorry, with official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. Goldstone went on to say this is obviously very high level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. Yeah. Minutes later, Trump Jr. replied, if it's what you say, I love it, yeah. especially later in the summer. Mm. Within a week on, July, on June 9th, Trump Jr. met with a Kremlin-connected attorney, Natalia Veselnitskaya, yeah, nice. who once referred to liberalism in the United States as an effing mental disorder. Yeah. I can't say what she said, but that's what she said. Trump Jr. said his father knew nothing about the meeting or the email exchange, but on June 7th, uh, yeah, keep our right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. I know where you're going. After he knew about the email, uh, just hours after Junior decided to meet with the Russian attorney, Senior said that his campaign was going to discuss. Uh, he's going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons. I think you're going to find it very informative yeah. and very, very interesting. Yeah, I remember that announcement. I do too. too. I yeah. do too. And I'm thinking, okay, again, this is just another one of his. You know, shills, but... No. Again, uh, uh, as, as a friend of mine once said to me, and I totally agree with it now, and, and that is Trump, it almost from this point forward, acted like a guy who knew something. Yeah. Who act, who could, who could, feel, who felt like he could say and do anything and get away with it. it. He acted like a guy who knew the fix was in. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's how his campaign was. People are scratching their head over, why is he saying these things? Why is he doing these things? Why isn't he putting money here? Why is he doing, he was doing all the things that were counterintuitive to what would be a winning campaign. And and this is going on in the background. You yeah. people put and, those dots together. And really, together. what were the emails in the end? This, in, this uh, you know, this uh, oh, you incriminating mean the that, information. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it, it ended up yeah. being nothing, but it was, it was the... Uh, the uh, the buildup to yeah. to the emails is it was more important than what was actually in them. Early in the week, Junior hired a professional lawyer, Alan Futerfoss, Futerfoss, yeah. who began his career as a top defense lawyer for the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then now, these are the type of people we have running the country, thanks to you, asshat Republicans who voted yeah. for this yeah. fraud. It's a fraud. Meanwhile, Trump issued a statement saying, my son is a high-quality person, and I applaud his transparency. He's speaking, you know, my son is a high-quality person. It's like he's selling a steak. Yeah. Vice President Mike Pence is publicly trying to distance himself yes, from is. Trump. Yeah. Uh, a spokesman for him said, uh, Junior's meeting took place before Pence joined the Trump campaign. I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm out of it. I just came along for the ride. Meanwhile, Democratic Congressman member person Brad Sherman of California introduced an article of impeachment against Trump, accusing him of obstruction of justice in the Russian probe. Sherman said this presidency is ignorant, incompetent, and impulsive. Pretty I know good a lot definition. of people are losing their stuff over the fact that he's introduced these articles of impeachment, and I understand. This is a little bit of overkill. Let's just pump the brakes a little no, bit, I but, but I, I think it's good to have it on the record. What? You're saying you're afraid for the country. I'm saying I'm afraid for the world. But and, if, you're, and you're accusing us of trying to get rid of this guy yes. by saying it's pumping the brakes too I hard? I just think that by the time we're going he to He needs see... to be hit by all sides. Right. He's the kind of guy that when you get him down, you kick him until he's dead. 
I want it to work. I want it to be effective. I want yeah. him gone. But I, I'm just not. You got to get his head spinning. Yeah. Oh, all right. And unless behavior of the White House changes, said Sherman, I think we'll see a new president not anytime soon, but before the end of the four years. Okay. Well, what are you doing? Who are you listening to on this? What no, is no, it? Some, no, I'm someone just saying, sensible? I, no, I, I just want this to work. I want it to be an effective strategy. Yeah, but, when uh, impeachment, yeah. I mean. The best laid plans, Mike. Right. I, you just, yeah, I, uh, the, I think the best thing at this time is anything reasonable, which I think impeachment is, given what you have in front yeah. of you. Remember what happened to Clinton? Yeah. He's being impeached because he he came on an intern. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Wait, is, let's, is that what it's wait, about? A little, little less, uh, let's say, uh, sex, a consensual sex between two adults. And that was what yeah, he Yeah, but that's, that's what it's about <laughs> for know, him. I impeachment. Know, I know, I know. This guy is driving the country downhill, I'm, and you're saying we're putting the brakes on? A little bit. I want nah. the strategy to be, I want it to be an you, effective... You counterpunch to all the crazy yeah but it's like i say the best laid plans you think you're going to find out the perfect way to do this yeah, you're not maybe not all right senate majority leader mitch mcconnell delayed the senate's august recess by two weeks in order to unveil a new version of the republican health care plan which nobody likes no the revised bill includes an amendment by texas senator ted cruz which would allow insurers to to screw uh, insurees more <laughs> yeah, uh, Obamacare plans, they, instead of that, you could get cheaper bare-bone policies. Mm-hmm. It, it also contains... Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's horrible. It's yeah. a horrible plan. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it also contains new funding for opioid treatment, I guess, to, to try to take care of all the Republicans who voted for Trump, and money for states meant to lower premiums for high-cost enrollees. Yeah. But it maintains significant cuts to Medicaid, meaning 15 million fewer people could be insured by the program in 2026. What do they do? Sit back there and say, well, how many people could we not insure and get this through? (laughs) 15 million? Does that sound good? That sounds about right. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that acceptable? They wouldn't take the insurance. No. No, they would not. They wouldn't wouldn't be covered. They literally, they refuse to be covered by this insurance. Right. It also maintains, I said, uh, cuts to Medicaid. Within hours, it was clear that Senate leaders still didn't have the votes to replace Obamacare. Trump's pick to replace FBI Director James Comey, Christopher Wray, told the Senate Judiciary Committee that he will act independently from the White House if confirmed, Mm -hmm. which I would hope he would. Me too. After 9-11, Christopher Wray played a key role in the FBI Pentabomb investigation, which saw more than 750 mostly Arab or Muslim men rounded up and detained under uh, often harsh conditions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Presidential Advisory Committee on Election Integrity says it will ask states not to send voter roll data to the commission. Remember when they did that? They mm-hmm. want everybody to send all the information about you and me and everybody else, right. uh, you know, anything that the government had into one big bank so they could start uh, sending a spam, I guess. And, well, and also and the man who was asking for it under under orders or getting orders from Trump was Kolbach, yeah. and the guy who was in Kansas, from Kansas, I believe, is the most virulent a proponent of a non-existent issue, which is voter fraud, and, yeah. and has been gaming the system from his, in his in his state to try to exclude as many people from voting as he could. Well, this was the voter suppression plan. Yeah, this is voter suppression. At least 46 states and the District of Columbia had refused to cooperate with the commission's request for voter information, which was a tool to commit large-scale voter suppression. 
The Department of Justice, in conjunction with the Department of Health and Human Services and other federal departments, revealed the largest crackdown on health care fraud in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Attorney General Jefferson Beauregard Sessions yeah, the third, that's right. said the health care fraud takedown, which is now operating in its eighth year. This has been going on for a while. Yeah. Charged 412 defendants, including 56 daughter, uh, doctors, accused of defrauding taxpayers around $1.3 billion. Yeah. Now, that's a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money. Right. Within, right. within the entire budget, $1.3 billion. Why doesn't Jeff go after Wall Street? Yeah. You know, if, if that's what that's what Trump was bragging about. That's right. why, how he defrauded all the ignorant Republicans that bought into his scheme Dwayne, by saying he's you know not going to do Wall Street. Drain he, the swamp. Wasn't yeah. that part of the didn't that part of that appeal was that? Yeah, was just that. He's he's saddled up to Wall Street instead, and now his his uh, attorney general is concentrating on uh, what health care fraud, right. one point three billion, which is a pittance. Right. Compared to what we were swindled out of by Wall Street, Sessions said that because of the crackdown, 295 health care providers could now potentially be suspended or barred from participating in federal health programs. Yeah. Yeah. Trump still wants to build a border wall, uh, and he wants to be able to see through it. Did you yeah, hear about well, this? Yeah, what is this? Well, he says that he'll be able to see people throwing bags of dope over the wall. <laughs> I mean, really, this guy is a maroon. <laughs> what? I, I guess I guess that's a big concern. Why don't Why don't you do something about the problem instead of like trying to find people throwing the bags of dope over the wall? And I'm sure that's happened, but so many other things have happened <laughs> what it, to transport dope. You don't think that these people, after you spend millions of dollars building a see-through wall, that they're gonna they're gonna say, "Well, we give up now. Yeah. How do we get this in the country now?" What did he say? The quote is so amazing. You know, you're walking along and somebody throws a 60-pound bag of dope over the wall, hits you in the neck. That's it. It's over. Yeah. That's, that's I, dangerous. People, you know, who? yeah, you can't walk along a fence and not have somebody chuck 60 pounds of, yeah. of, of pot. That's why I feel at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be near that outfield <laughs> fence because first thing you know, someone's going to throw a ball over and you're going to be down. You're going to be dead. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Trump said he was not joking. Uh, about putting solar panels on the wall to potentially help cover the cost. Uh, thanks for to... thanks for letting us know you're joking and not yeah. joking. That yeah, really, how about putting that's... some on the White House? Yeah, put, put them up there. The yeah. ones that Reagan took down <laughs> yeah, when that right. ass hat became president. <laughs> Jeez. He also said the well wall may not need to cover the whole U.S. frontier with Mexico because of natural barriers. In other words, he, at first he called for two thousand miles of wall. Eh, may not. But now he says we only need about 700 miles of wall. Nah. And we already have about 600 miles of wall. 58% of Republicans think that colleges and universities are hurting the United States. Say it again. 58%, according to a new survey, 58% of Republicans think that colleges and universities are hurting the United States. This you is see, all about politics. Then. It's, is, is that what they're, they must be saying? Yeah. It's a hotbed of... Republican support for higher education has sunk 18 points in two years. Jesus Christ. The disapproval is more pronounced among conservative Republicans. 71% of conservatives say universities are no good. Oh, my God. Moderates say 50% of them. 50% of moderates say it's no good. The shift even includes Republicans who went to college. You know, the, the shift in them saying well, it's no good. Well, okay, Let, let's be clear. If they're, if they're talking about the cost of college... And they're disappointed or upset or angry about that. Yeah. Well, I okay, 
that our our college uh, kids leaving and massive debt and no, unable to. They're just to, saying that, universities are no good. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling it has to do with Fox News's take that it's yeah, a hotbed. It's, it's Roger for, Ailes. Roger Ailes, mm-hmm. yeah, saying that. Uh, Sal Lewinsky and whoever else they yeah that's all they out. bring up yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah media brings up if if you have a oh riot God. on the campus wow. you're going to see that if, wow. if if this campus comes up with a cure for cancer you're probably not going to see that no, for a while no. or if we you know there's thousands of oh wonderful things this university does and I know I've been critical of the way the university runs yeah. but there are so many wonderful yeah. things the university does and I've tried to promote that too yes. well, we have a weekly signals. Well, oh and yet, uh, just 30% with a college degree, Republicans with a college degree, 33% think college has, has a politi- positive effect. Only a third of Republicans who went to college. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. A strong majority of Republicans who went to college now think colleges are bad for the country. Wow. Yeah. The Cummins Consumer Financial Protection Bureau moved to bar Wall Street banks and other financial firms from forcing people into arbitration and instead allow people to file class action lawsuits that could cost the banks billions of dollars. This is good. Yeah. Currently, people are trying to dispute banks over credit card accounts or student or payday loans. If you're disputing a charge, you're forced into mandatory arbitration, which benefits the banks because they can just worry out. Yeah. You know, they, it, you have to accept pretty much their arbitrator, right. and and they come to some sort of agreement, which is not the same as hauling their ass into court. Right. Every time you buy an app, every time you see terms and conditions, and yep. you click yes, you are literally you're just you're just giving away any right to redress. Yeah. It's, and Wall Street's going to fight this like hell. Oh, of course. Nevertheless, of course. here you go. Yeah. Nearly 70,000 websites and organizations took part in a massive day of action aimed at saving net neutrality. Supporters included Twitter, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Reddit. Earlier this year, Federal Communications Commission Chairman Jeet Pai outlined his plan to dismantle net neutrality rules, despite polling showing that most Americans support the free and open Internet. And they do. And they do. Yeah. So this is the type of administration we have brought in after years of trying to get the administration of Obama to finally support net neutrality, right, right. Which, which happened. Now they're going to pull it back. But you just knew because there's so much money in being able to control and uh, charge more money for faster rates and all. This will never stop. Yeah. There's, they, had, you know, they had the opportunity by, by reclassifying uh, the Internet as a utility. That was the goal. That yeah, was that's the where goal. we were headed. That's where we were going. And then this guy came into, yeah. Uh, yeah. into office. And yeah. now all that's hated Trump, Hillary. Yeah. Well, this is one thing that she would have supported. Oh, absolutely. She would have supported net neutrality. Absolutely. And, I and think. here we go. Yes, here we go. Yeah. Hey. Hey, good looking. Yeah. You know, you're in such gr- good physical shape. I'm I'm very yeah. much attracted talk- to you. Are you talking to Mahler? Oh, well, both of you, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mueller. Hey, beautiful. Wow. Do, who am I? That's the question. Who am I? Donald Trump? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that uh, what he said to Mrs. Macron? Mrs. Macron. Yeah, he said, yeah. you're in great shape. You're in great, you're in good, such good shape. You see a person for the first time. Yeah. That's what he thinks about. Yeah, yeah. that's what he's thinking about. He's, he's, he's not thinking about how to express warmth and, and, and bring someone into your 
your circle of friends know yeah. you're really good looking. <laughs> you stay in really good shape. Look at you. Yeah, nice look rack. at you. Look at me. I'm fat and old and have a bad hair transplant. But you know, I have any woman I want because I am wealthy. <laughs> So that's all I got, really. Yeah, what, and uh, there it is. Uh, finally. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, In what? a blatant PR move, a Kentucky Fried Chicken sandwich is traveling into the stratosphere aboard a high-altitude balloon system. Okay. Yeah. You got me. Uh, during its uh, four-day flight. <laughs> oh, this is the real. This is for real. Yeah, during its four-day flight. All right. Uh, the sandwich called the zinger <laughs> is expected to reach altitudes of up to 80,000 feet. It'll be the longest controlled stratospheric balloon flight in history with a junk food payload. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com weeklysignals.com Subscribe now.